ready to take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Many of you perhaps have not discovered yet what an ideal luncheon Horlicks makes. So before we go down to Pine Ridge, I'd like to explain a bit about it. Scientific experiments recently proved something that many of us have known for years. Namely, that a heavy midday meal induces drowsiness and lack of energy, besides slowing down the thinking process. It was found that those taking a light, easily digested lunch stayed more alert, more on the job. Now that's something really worth remembering. To most of us, keeping alert on the job is an absolute necessity. We can't afford to let anything interfere with our work. That's why thousands today are making a glass of Horlicks their entire midday meal. Horlicks is a nourishing, remarkably sustaining food. Quickly digested, it gives you energy and strength and nourishment to last all afternoon. Try it. You can get Horlicks, you know, in either natural or chocolate flavor. Or ask for Horlicks at your favorite soda fountain. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Since the Great Western Sterling Silver Company, of which Lum is president, has turned out to be a failure, the stockholders are holding him responsible for their losses. Although innocent of any fraud, he has suddenly been ostracized by his fellow townsmen. Yesterday, he conceived the idea of making a hero of himself to regain their confidence, and hit upon the plan of having Abner pretend to be kidnapped so that he might rescue him. And as we look in on the old fellows today, we find Abner over at Lum's house. Lum seems to be having some trouble selling his partner on the idea. Listen. Well, I still don't see how me being kidnapped is going to help you any. Why, it'll give me a chance to make a hero out of myself. And these stockholders in the silver mine will see what a great man I am and want me to take charge of the company again. Well, how is me being kidnapped going to make a hero out of you? Well, Abner, I'm the hero that finds you and rescues you from the kidnappers. I thought you said there weren't going to be no kidnappers. Well, they ain't. Well, how are you going to rescue me from a man? I'm the kidnappers myself, Abner. Oh. See, we just make out like you're being kidnapped. I'll know where you're at all the time. Oh. Leave you there till everybody gets excited about it, and then I'll find you. That'll make a hero out of me. Well, uh, what about the store, Lum? Somebody's got to I've run. got that all took care of. I called Grandpappy Spears a while ago and told him to come over here, and I want to talk business with him. See, we can hire him to run it for us. Oh, he don't know nothing about running a store, Lum. Well, he can do better than we've been doing for the last few days. Nobody's going to buy nothing from us as long as they know I'm a half-partner in it. We can get Grandpap to tell everybody he's bought it off of us. Yeah, could do that, I reckon. Of course, after I make a hero out of myself, we can start running it again ourselves. They'll all be wanting to buy from us then. Yeah, it might help her, Benny. But I don't want to fool nobody, Lum. Having folks running all over the country looking for me and... Elizabeth and Pearl worried half to death. Well, you won't have to stay gone long, and it'll just make them appreciate you that much more when you do get back. Well, I, I expect you better get somebody else, Lama. I don't want to lay around some old barn or cellar all tied up with ropes for three or four days. You ain't going to be in no barn or cellar. You can stay right over here at my place. You can use a folding bed there in the parlor. The only thing, you'll have to be awful careful not go outside or stand in the window where anybody can see you. Yeah, well, I, I'd love to help you, Lon. You know that. But I don't believe I better get mixed up in nothing like that. Now, uh, if, if Elizabeth ever found out it was a fake after she'd worried and fretted over me, well, I never could go home. I just might as well stay kidnapped. Well, she ain't going to find out. Won't nobody know but what you sure enough kidnaps that mean you. Well, I don't know. Elizabeth's awful hard to put anything over on that way. I've lived with her too long, I know. Now, 
I'm just a figure to chance it, Long. All right, all right. Let it go. Let it go. But you ain't mad at me about it, are you? No, 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 I ain't mad. It's all right. You don't want to help me, it's all right. Well, I do want to help you, though, Long. Like that old saying of mine, it's a small world after all. That I never knows who his true friends are till they're tried and proved. Well, I tell you, Long, I believe you I can... Anybody that asked me who was the best friend I had, I'd have rizzed right up and pinted you out. But it just goes to show. Well, I am your friend, Lum. I am. I started to tell you I'd be glad. All of... right, all right. Let it go. I ought to have more sense than to ask you in the first place. I just figured if there was anybody in this world I could depend on to help me, it was you. We've always leaned against one another in times of trouble. Like the summer you was took down with the fever, and I pitched in and laid your crop by for you, so you'd have food enough to put you through the winter. But it's all right. Times like this, a buddy can sort of find out who his real friends are. I've always said a friend in need is a friend indeed. Well, I'll do it, Mom. No, no, I wouldn't want you to now, Abner. Just forget about it. Well, I want to, though. No, no, better not, Abner. Like you said, Elizabeth might find out about it and cause you some family trouble, and, and I know you'd always hold it against me. Why, she won't find out nothing about it. Well, you can't never tell She's awful hard to put anything over on. Oh, I fooled her many times. <laughs> Nobody ain't going to know it but me and you. I know I ain't going to tell her. Well, of course, I wouldn't tell her neither. Well, it'll work then, I tell you. It'll work. Well, if you're just bound and determined, well, I'll, I'll do it. Just to prove to you that I'm a friend you can depend on. Well, good for you. <laughs> uh, when are we going to do it? Well, the quicker the better, I'd say. I sort of had tonight in mind. Well, I don't know where I can get ready that quick or not, Mom. Uh, Would you mind if we put it off till tomorrow night? Why, no, I reckon I could help you tomorrow night, all right. I ain't got nothing to do that I know of. Well, I don't want to miss put you none, of course. That's all right, Emma. That's what friends is for, to help one another in times like this. Anything I can do, I don't hesitate to call me. Well, now, that's mighty nice, I... Wait a minute here. I, I'll be... That's all right. Now, just quit studying about it, Abner. I said I'd help you. Yeah, but I just happen to think here. I don't want to tell you how to run your affairs, but uh, if I was you, I'd start making plans right now so there won't be no slip-ups on it. Well, they ain't nothing to do much, are they? I can just come over to your place tomorrow night and hide there for a few days. Well, you don't wait to have a kidnapping, Abner. I've got to slip you out of your house and put a gag over your mouth so you can't holler and wake nobody up and all that stuff. Well, I ain't going to holler. Well, you might forget yourself, though. And another thing, you better have a ladder, too. A ladder? Yeah, put a ladder up against the window there and sneak out, see. Why, Lum, that window ain't over three foot off the ground. Well, whoever heard of anybody being kidnapped out of a house without being took down a ladder? That's how they'll know you've been kidnapped. See that ladder leaning against the house there? Well, all right, you've got to have it, but I know in reason if they find a ladder popped up there, they'll be looking for me up on top of the house. Maybe I better make out a list of what all we're going to have to have here. Yeah, yeah, you better put it down so we won't forget nothing for if Elizabeth ever finds out about it. First thing is a ladder. Yeah. And then a mask for me to wear. And, oh yeah, a lantern and some rope. Some rope? Well, what do we need rope for? Recollect, this is a kidnapping, not a hanging. Well, we'll have to tie you up. They generally always do. Well, I ain't going to try to get away. All right, we'll leave off the rope. Yeah, I don't want to be tied up. Well, now, let's see. Wish there was some way for us to leave some footprints outside your window there. Yeah, that way they'd know somebody carried you off. Yeah, yeah, that ground's so dry out there now, Lum. I doubt if anybody could see them. Mike could pour some water out there and make it sort of muddy. 
cracked it chew up then, all right. Yeah, yeah, put down a bucket of water there on the list so you'll have it there. Yeah. Well, that about covers everything, I believe, except the ransom note, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the what note? The ransom note from the kidnappers demanding so much money to get you back. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth, about going there to call you for breakfast the next morning and see them note pinned on the pillar there. <laughs> That's when uh, she first finds out you're gone. Yeah, yeah. Now then, we got to figure out how much of a ransom to ask for you. Well, trouble is, old Aunt Elizabeth ain't got no money. Well, we won't charge much for you. Seventy-five or a hundred dollars. Oh, Lord, me. <laughs> I doubt if she'd pay that much to get me back. She had the money. Well, fifty dollars. Reckon she'd give that much? Well, I believe that's a little high yet, Bob. Well, twenty-five dollars, then. That's as low as we can go at. You just have to take that or leave it. Well, I sort of thought about ten dollars would be a pretty good price to ask for me. Well, it don't make no difference about how much it is. You ain't going to have to pay it no way. Well, who's going to pay it, then? Nobody. See, there's where I come in. I'll find you and rescue you from the kidnappers so she won't have to pay nothing to get you back. <laughs> I'll be the hero of the hour around here. Oh, my, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth will be tickled to death on Well, you'll just be saving her $10. That's what you'll be doing. Only thing, I just hope nobody don't get out and pick up a collection and ransom you back before I have a chance to save you. That's file every night. Yeah, that's yeah, sure. That's one reason I wanted to put the price up pretty high on you. Uh-huh. Well, go ahead, then. Make your $50. We can always come down if we have to. Yeah, I'll raise the price, and that way they'd be more worried about you, too. Here, they'll have to pay all that money to get you back. Yeah. Now, I was just thinking here, Norm, I better bring a newspaper along with me, too, I reckon. A newspaper? Yeah, so I can tear off little pieces and drop them along the way so they can trail me. I've read about them doing that. Well, we don't want them to trade you. If they did that, they'd find you over here at my place. Oh, <laughs> What am I thinking about, anyway? Huh? Uh, nothing. I, I know what I'm thinking about. I mean, <laughs> what's the matter with me? Well, that just about covers everything now, except the time. When are we going to do it? Well, I thought we'd already decided on tomorrow night. I know, but what time tomorrow night? <laughs> you know, it seems sort of funny about him planning his own kidnapping this way, don't it? <laughs> I reckon 12 o'clock would be about the best time. That's sort of the mystic hour, you know. Sounds a heap better to be kidnapped at midnight. Well, couldn't we make it a little earlier in the evening, Lum? I'd have just bust right in the middle of a night's sleep. Well, now, Abner, if you just don't want to make this a real kidnapping, you can just do it by yourself. I won't help you now. Well... All right. 12 o'clock, then. Well, good. Shake hands on that. <laughs> All right, Granny, you'll be kidnapped tomorrow night at 12 o'clock. High midnight. <laughs> yeah, this is a great idea, Lum has. If it works. As many of you know, Horlicks has played an intensely interesting part in infant feeding for over 50 years. Here's a letter typical of thousands we receive. It's from Mrs. Winifred E. Corson of Sycamore Street, Pasadena, California. When my youngest sister was born, my mother could not nurse her, and nothing agreed with her. She cried day and night. We were almost wild. One day my father said, I'm going to try Horlicks. He did so, and from the first bottle full, a heavenly quiet descended on our house. And how the baby did grow. It was the most wonderful thing we had ever seen. Well, that certainly is a fine tribute to Horlicks from Mrs. Corson. I see from the rest of her letter that she brought up her own daughter on Horlicks, too. We're glad to know that she found Horlicks so beneficial. Mothers, you can get Horlicks, you know, from your own favorite druggist. If you have any youngsters, I certainly suggest you try it. This is Carlton Bricker, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlicks, who now bid you all goodbye until tomorrow at the same time.